Hey, what's going on, everyone? Uh, this is Rocky coming to you with a little pre-pod ad. Figured I'd switch it up. It's been a little while. But um, I just wanted to let everyone know that we have a Patreon. You know, we've been just kind of like tinkering with it here and there. You know, trying to get subscribers, or trying to get some feedback, trying to get some sort of engagement. So if you go to patreon.com slash partsunknownpod, you want to help us out we'd greatly appreciate it we have tiers with different reward levels you know the standard patreon stuff something as simple as just i don't remember if we added just a hey, thank you because i always feel like that's not much of anything like it's cool but you know whatever uh it goes from just you know simple interaction as far as like following the patreon kind of posts to much more much deeper engagement where it's like suggesting topics or live streams or discounts on merch as we start to develop a little bit more merch. So if you're interested, check it out. Patreon.com slash parts unknown pod. You don't even have to actually subscribe, but give it a follow as we start actually like going over there more and kind of posting things first, sometimes updates. If we can't actually get around to recording this week, you know, giving everybody a heads up just to say, Hey, we're going to be delayed. There's not going to be anything or we're posting an older episode, something archived. Uh, it'll be there that it goes first. So once again, patreon.com slash parts unknown pod. And now onto the show. And we're back coming to you from Parts Unknown. Once again, these are your hosts. Rocky. And Rick. You really adjust that mic before you start. <laughs> no, because I thought it was close enough, but I like it being a little I closer. I, I pulled it very slowly, so nothing actually peaked. It's only my voice. I see. Um, well, I also did it while I talked, so you couldn't hear it. Like, you know, <laughs> it's like sniping someone when the lightning strikes, so you can't hear that. Um, you just have to know when lightning strikes. You just feed that flash and bang. You just shoot, man. It's, it's bound to speed. Uh, or quick snipe. So anyway, it's called quick scoping. Don't, quick be, a scope, my bad. don't be a scrub. I couldn't remember which one it was. Quick though. sniping. Could be both. <laughs> Rocky. Uh, so anyway, uh, games. this will be the all-in episode. Uh, we'll talk about all-in, uh, what it did for the business. And we're not business people, but let's just talk about ideas that we think we could have done for the business. You know, just take my ideas. Um, so you saw the whole thing. I saw the whole thing. If anyone wants to see, I it, may have missed like a little bit, but I yeah. think you just missed the first match of MJF versus that guy. The opening one. I yeah, told you you're right. I missed That's it. it oh I'm, no, I missed Stephen Amell too. I saw it just like right at the end of it. Really? You didn't? You didn't get it? I thought you got. No, no. Remember, I told you I saw it after the pin, and I haven't gone back to see it. It's a whatever match. I mean, yeah, I'm sure it's quick. I don't. No, it's not it's... quick. Oh, really? I think it went on. It felt like it went on long. I think look, you have the cage match thing, so look at the I time. Do, on I do. It. Hold on, let me jump back to it. It could have gotten cut down. Oh yeah, twelve minutes. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. Anyway, so we'll go into. It. So overall, that's why the young bucks ran short. No, the young bucks ran short. Yeah, there's a lot of matches in there that were that. Um, but yes, that could have gotten cut, and then uh, one of the other. Matches. I'd say that might be the only one. Tbh. No, the um. <sighs> I think Hangman the Hangman page. one, yeah, that went a little too long. It was awesome, I mean, crazy, yeah, I but guess. there's a lot of stuff in that match yeah, that there went is. a little too long. Um, that would probably be the only other one, then. I think I liked it. It was a good show. I don't think it's the best show I've seen this year. I think it was awesome. I mean... I don't think it's going to be the I, best show of this year. No, no, no. But I do think it's better than a lot of WWE shows. Well, yes. It was a different uh, wrestling product, though. But it was still I mean, an entertainment wrestling product, though. Right. That's the thing, right? It like, wasn't like a New Japan it's, show. It's, right. It's close enough to me where, like, there were some backstage moments, right, that, like, like fed in from the uh, being the elite show, you know, like Marty talking to the two hands uh, and all that right before his match. I forgot how many backstage segments there were, but there are a good couple, I think that was the only one in the in the show. No, there was at least one other one. Because I think the Kenny one was before the show. I don't know. Damn it. I wish I could remember. I think the Kenny one was before the show when he got interviewed and they made fun of the WWE thing where the lady was standing to make herself look smaller than him. That was on the oh. WGN thing. 
But you know that hold on, I have a gripe with that because that's not just like a WWE thing. That's like a, a real thing in yeah. production. Ryan Seacrest. Yeah, well, it's on everything. Like, no, no, but I'm saying Ryan well, it's the opposite of Ryan Seacrest. So he's too short. He's too short. So he's standing on things. They put you on an Apple. But yeah, uh, Tom Phillips is constantly Tom Phillips is doing the squad thing. Yeah. But that's a thing in movies. And yeah, yeah, no, it's all it's supposed to be done. And I just I was like I feel like regular people only attribute it to WWE, and that's why they're like, ha ha, WWE. And I was just like, you know what? I've dealt with it. It's that. the easy joke to me. Yeah. It's like you do that. Tom Cruise, wear, fucking Robert Downey Jr., wears stilts on his fuck, uh, platforms on his shoes when he's shooting because he's like five foot, like four or something, or like six. And Gwyneth Paltrow is like a monster compared to him. That goop. It's all that goop, man. Um, Stop looking at your phone, motherfucker. No, I was saying who's my sister because she's. Who's your sister? No, she's well, yes, but she's the only one that sends me Facebook messages. So Gabby is your sister. Um, so I was like, what does she send me now? Because she's like, you're an idiot. Um, all right, so zero hour to begin, right? Simple, SoCal and censored versus the Briscoes. Pretty entertaining match for what it was. I mean, did you see all of the like Rocky themed build up uh, prior to the show? No, because I turned it on. When their match just started, like I didn't, I didn't catch the beginning of. Oh well, no, I mean like being the elite. Oh no, 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 no! I, when I watch being the elite, I watch every other one. Like I miss it. So th- there was one specific one. Like it wasn't even a whole episode of being the elite. This was basically an episode of SoCal and Sensor training, and it was Rocky Three training montage, basically. Uh huh. Was it Rocky Three? Rocky Four? You talking about no, Rocky Three against Drago? No, 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 no. The one that goes against Mr. T. I guess I haven't seen that one in a very long time. I know that I know That's Rocky who two. the opponents. No, it's Rocky three. Rocky two is the rematch with Apollo. Uh, that would be Rocky four. No, that's Drago. Good God, dude! I know the movies. I just don't know where those scenes are from. But the ending where they turn into a painting—that's Rocky three. The ding ding. Well, it's also the end of Rocky two as well. Is it when they're because they don't knock each other out? It's that. Hoo. Well, it, no, it just turns into Eye of the Tiger. Like it, it, <clears throat> it turns into like a watercolor painting, and then it's there. Yeah, yeah, the and they they do that thing, the punch, like let's have that one fight, buddy. Well, they they allude to that in being the elite, or in that in that special like SoCal uncensored thing, mm-hmm. and then there's like a whole training montage on the beach where uh, <laughs> where Kazarian is on in the Rocky role, and you know he's just trying to keep up. And uh, yeah, whatever, it was a whole thing that culminates in them coming out in the matching shorts, the Italian the stallion shorts and the American flag Apollo Creed shorts, yeah. which I thought was cute. It's a cute level of storytelling all the way through, like as a through line for just a bullshit YouTube show, or I guess what started as a bull- bullshit YouTube show that now like actually affects storylines in various promotions. Because, I mean, that's where the whole Marty Okada thing has been building up this whole time. I see. Well, you don't see him, so you don't know. <laughs> I only see a few. Whatever, bro. I only know about the Hangman Page killing Joey Ryan. That's yeah, all. That one's and been going on for a very long That's why I know. And the boots. Talking to okay, him. Okay, he's a penis pretender. Yeah. And he's got the evil boots that tell him what to do. Yeah. Threw those shits out. <laughs> They keep coming back. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, I'll get into that match when I get there. <laughs> All right. Well, whatever. Scorpio Sky and Frankie Kazarian beat the Briscoes. And what was a pretty entertaining match for like the free show? I mean, you know, I think everything was just leading to the giant uh, over the budget battle royal. Yeah. Which I found like kind of a cluster because everybody just like started all at once. Really, I didn't, I didn't mind it for a battle royale. I usually don't care for them. It was actually good. People did spots and fucking flips and dives in it, which no one usually does that shit. Yeah, 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 for sure. What was like an indie battle royal? Well, I mean, even so, you're not supposed to fucking do spots in a battle royale. You're just supposed to club people. Yeah, I know, I know. That's not Rumble. true. That's not true, actually. Even in WWE, in the Royal Rumble, people get their shit in. Okay, people do the spot when they come in to do that, but then everything else just congeals into yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not supposed to soup like someone during a battle royale, like, you know, because there's people there. You don't do that nonsense. Mm-hmm. But in this, like, people did stuff. And and my new favorite indie, or one of my new favorite indie women's wrestlers, Jordan Grace, had a nice showing in that whole thing. Thick Mama Pump Dog. Wow, you didn't have to bring that up, Rocky. That's her name. I know. It's her nickname, at least. I know it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I saw your text message. <laughs> It'd be fuck. Wow, man. <laughs> but yeah, I've actually, I was watching like uh, like a week prior, I was watching like YouTube clips of her, like just wrestling different people and stuff. Pretty good. Yeah. I mean, if she were to go to WWE, I wouldn't be mad at it. But doesn't need to. It's fine. Well, I keep mean, wrestling Santana Garrett. 
um, WWE really is speaking of the women's wrestling. It's like pretty much the only place for women's wrestling outside of like being stardom and shimmer. If you want to get like crazy recognition. Yeah. That's like the thing though. Like, and I've heard it before. It's like, you can go to stardom and you shimmer Chikara. and Chikara and you can go to the Japan, but like there is really no other place for women's wrestling besides like women of honor. That's but that's like what? Three girls or four girls there. It's like four or five. And then TNA, but no one really gives a shit about the knockouts division, I'd say. I don't think currently. I think they're in a rebuilding phase. And then, but like, if you want to get known, it's like, that's it. It's like the movie. Yeah. I mean, you can go shimmer and stardom. There's girls that do it. Like Wolf, I forgot her name, like her real name and stuff. And obviously Tony Storm is from that stuff. But like in America, the pinnacle for female wrestling pretty much would be to go to WWE. And not saying WWE is the end all be all for like male wrestling, but like for women, it's like. Well, I mean, I don't even think it's the be all end all for women. It like from a challenge standpoint, it's just from an exposure. Because even for men, from an exposure standpoint, it's WWE and everybody else follows suit. Yeah. But I mean, but now you, I mean, now we're going to get off topic. You have a big enough thing that I could be in Ring of Honor and get known because you're on these, all these other things. Yeah, but you're not, you're known to wrestling fans. You're known to right. You're, you're not, not a household level. name. Right. And on WWE, if you're a woman, women wrestling is hard to even get some form of right. recognition. And WWE would give you that. And that's why it's like a thing like, you know, when, um, what's her name? Tennille Dashwood now. Uh, when she left. Emma. Emma. Like, that was it. Like, but she, she's trying to do in Ring of Honor and she's doing yeah. that stuff. But if she was in Ring of Honor, no one would know her. I mean, if she wasn't WD, no one would know her. People know her in the Ring of Honor stuff, but it's like... Right, because it's wrestling fans. Yeah, you're not known, you know, and that's a big thing. I mean, I guess it sort of depends, I think though. it's harder for women in wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you really need. But for instance, right, you have a Tessa Blanchard, who has been focused, uh, has been shown on NXT before, but never, like, as a... Like, she's not signed to WWE, so she's not, like, pushed. She's just, she like, was only in the Mae Young Classic last year, right? Was she? I thought she's been in, like... Oh, no, it's What's-His-Name's Daughter. Regular shows. Uh, Ellering's Daughter was in the Mae Young. Yes. I keep confusing the yeah, two, because yeah, yeah. they're both, Rachel. like, power girls. Yeah, yeah, Rachel. Yeah. Um, But she goes by... She's Lance Storm's last She's Lance Storm's daughter, yeah. <laughs> it's funny. He has a daughter named Rachel. Yeah, I know. It's hilarious. <laughs> um, But Dylan Blanchard... I mean, jumping ahead really quick. Is oh, you're getting way far ahead. I mean, just I'm just using that as a as a, a way to make this point that like that four way, like cemented her I think as a really really good women's wrestler. So she won the knockout title the next night. Right. So exactly. Like I think that showing plus becoming the new knockouts champion like kind of places her in I guess more of the Gail Kim role uh, in TNA or in Impact, where like she you can kind of build a division around her. All right, you just need like a suitable amount of competitors. That's Ricochet's woman. It is. Everybody was. It's funny because everybody's like WWE has Tessa, so now they're gonna have Ricochet, and they got him first. <laughs> she signed with Impact. But whatever. Overall, it was very enjoyable battle royal for what it was. Also, Brian Cage is monstrous. Yeah. Uh, so it started with uh, Bubba Ray powerbombing. Uh, Chico El Luchador Junior Junior into the table. Hijo the Chico El Hijo the Chico. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, that's not Chico. Have you seen that documentary? Rocky Romero is fucking right there. <laughs> Have you seen that documentary? No, not yet. I saw a picture of him. I keep fat meaning, ass I keep yeah, I keep meaning to watch it. Like I have no idea who the I mean, Chico is a joke character. Yeah, I know. Like, I just keep meaning to Rocky watch it. Rocky has said, like, this is a joke character. It is a joke character, I know. <laughs> but I like it. I like that he's on being the elite also constantly. Really? He had that shirt, and that's when I started seeing him. Like, who the fuck is this guy? Is he the talking about Luchador mask? Yeah, is he like talking about himself? And then there's like a documentary. I was like, what? Who is this Luchador? I've never heard of. Rocky Romero, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Black Tiger Mask 4. Well, yes, but that's all foreigners usually. That. Anyway, uh, he gets powerbombed and he's out for like the whole fucking thing. They have some cool spots. More or less, it boils down to what? Um, I mean, at the end, it's, it's Bully. It's, yeah, him and Billy Gunn. I thought it was Tommy Dreamer. I thought it was Billy Gunn. Well, it's like Billy Gunn, his son, Austin Gunn. Austin Gunn, which I'd never uh, heard about until Yeah, me neither. And the fact that he's wearing just like Mr. Ass tights is hilarious. When I, well, I'll tell you this. When I saw that guy in the ring, I was like, why is that guy wearing Mr. Ass tights? And I didn't know he was called. It's like uh, I knew Austin beforehand. Gunn. I was like, who the fuck is this guy? Oh, he's shit. He's his son. So yeah, it ends up being Brian Cage, Jordan Grace, Bully Ray. That's it for yeah. now. And then she eliminates Cage. He eliminates her, much to the crowd's dismay. And then doesn't Billy eliminate? Uh, uh, he eliminates. Billy eliminates his son, right? Bully. Billy eliminates uh, the zombie princess, Jimmy Jacobs. Jimmy Jacobs, yeah, which was uh, funny as fuck. <laughs> and then it was funny that Jimmy did all the fucking WWE spots. <laughs> Austin uh, eliminates punishment. 
Yeah. Bully eliminates Austin, and then Cage eliminates Billy. Yeah. And then uh, Bully Ray finally destroys Marco Stunt for like yeah. Marco Stunt time. comes in, yeah. Uh, who should have technically, I guess, been eliminated, but he he, he was Sean got... Ma- Michael spot of just like one foot touch, not both. No, because originally when he gets pulled out, he does that weird spot where he falls forward and Bully grabs his the hair, hair and the right. one foot, but then he slaps him and he just falls out. Oh yeah, that's right. And then he comes back in. And I was like, what is he doing in the ring again? In Congress, man. Uh, so like then, twenty-one yeah. years old, isn't he, or something like that? I, I know nothing about him. It's I, the first I, time I've ever seen him. I heard about him because he t- said something to Brian afterwards. Brian Alvarez. He looks like the kid from Stranger Things. He is like nineteen or something, like eighteen. I think this was like his biggest thing. And now, and he is like what a, really a, a buck twenty wet or something. That guy looks. Yeah, so he's, he makes Spike Dudley look like a heavyweight. He's it, like his shirts are all him in like a playground, like fighting kids and stuff. That's like his thing because he looks like a kid. That's hilarious. So yeah, anyhow, so Billy Ray eliminates Jordan Grace, and then like. The crowd doesn't sell like that's the end of the match. Like Bully's like posing and he's like, yeah, but nobody's just like, boom, there's no bell, obviously. I completely forgot about Chico. And then, yeah, same, same. And then he walked in and I was like, oh, that must be Flip Gordon. <laughs> and then like, that's exactly what happens. I, and I meant to write it to you, but I was too busy watching. So I never actually got the text it to you to be like, is Flip Gordon? Yeah. Also, no puck. Yeah, I know. He was in Chicago, though. You're holding out. They posted a picture on Instagram of him. Not they, but he did. He was like, right. "Oh, I'm here. The king is here," and I think it was at like some, like, uh, like musical thing or some theater. He just joins. Uh, I mean, CM Punk was there. Well, he did a signing at, at, at the, Starcast. Yeah, he was at also the yeah the Pro Wrestling Tees. So yeah, he was Pro Wrestling Tees. That's right. Uh, so then that was it. That segues then to the main show, the real legit show with the opener with the Matt Cross versus MJF. Who I know nothing about. Nothing about. Uh, which I can say would be like whatever because it was like who are these people? Supposedly MJF, they're very good. Like on the indies, you know, yeah. they weren't that bad. They were cool stuff. But I was just like, can I see the real people that I'm here for? And I know there's a complaint about a lot of people. Some of that was like, who are these people? I just want to see, you know, yeah. know. It's a million Bullet Club shirts in that audience, man. Every time they paint, yeah, it was like just a sea. <laughs> I mean, why would it not be? But yeah, it's just course. really funny to see that, like, because the Bullet Club shirts stand out and they're the same shirt. It's just that white right, with right. the skull, white with the skull, white with the skull, white with the skull. Uh, not bad a match. Uh, like, didn't fucking MJF win, I think, or some shit like that. Uh, bu- God damn it. <laughs> Matt Cross won. Matt Cross won. <laughs> Sorry, I had just scrolled past it. Uh, next match was Russell Daniels and Stephen Amell. Um, it was all right. You, uh, it felt like, like I said, it was like 12 minutes. Felt like it shouldn't have gone that long. Amell, as much as he, this is like what his third match, like ever. Yeah. His singles, really his first single well, second singles. He, I think the one against Stardust was a little bit better because that one he did. Wasn't that a tag match? No, him against Stardust at like SummerSlam or something. Oh, okay. I think that was like a legit him one on him. I don't remember. That was much better and he didn't do that much in it. And that was a quick match. That was him doing the fucking crossbody and then like just getting eaten alive. This, like he got eaten alive. He got destroyed. And the bump I told you about that, a star, his counter. Coast to coast. No, the coast coast is fine. He fucking gets like powerbomb through an elbow drop through a fucking table outside in the ring. Like he elbow drops the table. Christopher Daniels rolls and he fucking just eats the table onto the pad and everyone's like holy shit I was like what is this actor doing this dude <laughs> like, yo man the like worm the, got in that ring the mailman got in that ring and now the arrow has been in there but ring. he like fucking took a bump that like hey, bro. like the shit like that they got upset at the rock for doing like before Hercules and he got injured like and he didn't jump through a goddamn table this guy and it wasn't like I'm on the apron he went on the top turnbuckle elbow <laughs> yeah. drop that fucking table Christopher Daniels rolled, so he just went through the table to the floor. And I was like, what the fuck, dude? He also came out with another actor from Arrow who, since I haven't watched Arrow in forever, I don't know who it was. Right I think it was Jason or something, the guy's that name. He's like a, he oh, looks no. Spanish, brown skin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a dude from, uh, uh, if, if you've seen Old School, the dude whose character's name is Spanish. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's, uh, he's Wild Dog in he's Arrow. Wild, okay. I mean, if you're talking about the same guy, I'm still waiting. Good God, dude. Hello. Every week. Every week. Not a week of recording goes guess, by. Guess who it was? It was your sister? No, was it, it was Gabby. It was Rocky. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> From two hours ago? Uh, <laughs> I don't even know when this was. About two hours ago. I'm sure of it. I think so. Anyway. Yeah, no, that was when Chris, that was like group text. It's your phone receiving group text late. No, That's dude. You know that. Sometimes even Chris doesn't get you. 
That's fine, but I think it's because your phone is looped in. You green bubble all of us. Bro. And your shit, Android. Bro, I'm on a iPhone group chat in my work and everyone talks to everyone fine. Look, I mean, it could also be I'm on beta software. I, well, Chris <laughs> thought you were going to go to Apple Store to get your shit fixed because you asked him, no. can you see this? And he was like, I think he's getting his phone fixed. No, no, no. I just, I mean, I couldn't send in the group chat. You guys weren't seeing it. I still don't. Sometimes I only see messages that you send to me and you send it to him also. And I'm like, Rocky's just talking to me. He's like, no, he's talking to me too. Oh, that. What? Oh, no, that's not that. That's not Wild Dog. I think it's the dude that, yes, he, he has a shirt that says Prometheus Club. It was a dude that played Prometheus. Oh, okay. Which okay. is a really good season, I think. Their Prometheus was fucking badass. So, um, awesome. yeah, he came out to the ring with him. Okay, uh, that's what it was. That's what it, was. it was an all right thing. Uh, Steven, God bless him. He's probably a great guy. Oh, no, this was his first ever singles match. Yes, he's done... Well, this is his third match. I think the first, like I know, but the the one in SummerSlam was a tag match. Oh, was it? Man, I thought who the fuck was he tagged with then? And that that's therein lies my point. Was it with Neville? Uh, I'm gonna have to look it up. Obviously, because I know it's him in Stardust. WWE 2015. This is what SummerSlam 2015. Good God, Rick. Hey, <laughs> is it me again? <laughs> no, this is legit. Someone talking to me. Hey, fuck you, bro. I was talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> You're just getting it hours late. <laughs> Uh, but 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 yeah, it was Neville and Stephen Amell. That's right, because it was the that was when King Neville was good Kampa versus King Barrett and Stardust. Oh boy, oh boy. So anyway, um, uh, so, so yeah, match. the match could have kind of ended a little early. He did do that spot that I was like, "Why are you doing this? You're a fucking actor." Not saying actors shouldn't, but I mean, you're a fucking actor, and he fucking ate it. He was kind of he was a little bit sloppy. He did some really fucking wonky ass shit. I like that his uh his facial hair looks a lot more like comic book arrow. Yeah, he had the beard going on. Um but it was it was whatever. It was, you know, okay for what it was worth. Um but I think it was the weakest match on the card. He cut he cut a really interesting uh um being the leader. Maybe it was all us the the like uh, Cody's channel promo on Christopher Daniels. And then Christopher Daniels got an amazing promo against him. But you know, it was what it was. I'd say watch it. Just so you can watch it. Watch it right now. Carry on, dude. Oh, I'm is just there any more to say about the match? Nah, no, because I don't have anything else to say. I, okay. I need to back and forth. What was the next so one? The next one is the uh, women's four-way. Uh, Madison Rain, Chelsea Green, Britt Baker, Tessa Blanchard. That was a very good match. I'll, I'll start with this. I like the intro for Tessa Blanchard. That I haven't seen Magnum TA in fucking forever, and well, I thought came he came and like hugged him and shit. I thought, well, I mean, she and came totally. out with him. Yeah, well, yeah, 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 but I thought didn't she come down the ramp and they were like halfway down the ramp? I think so. They were waiting for her. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I thought, I thought he, them. I thought he was dead. I thought Magnum was dead. I know he's been fucking paralyzed for like God knows how long, but I thought he's been passed away forever. <laughs> Magnum teacher's assistant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then, like, it was funny because. I didn't hear them say it was Magnum TA, and I know her dad, her... Uh, yeah, Tully was her. Her, Tully's her legit dad, Magnum's her, like, Stepha dad. dad. And I Stepha saw... Stepha dad. I was going to say stepfather, you said stepdad, and I went, Stepha dad. I know she looks like Tully. She does, because she has this huge chin. And then I it's saw... It's the jawline. It's the... She has it's the, the overall jawline. She has that big Bruce Willis, that Rebel Willis <laughs> fucking thing. <laughs> Rebel's fucking... She looks like her... That's... A, I mean, I remember Perez Hilton just calling her potato face. Like She does have a potato face. I feel sorry for that girl. Anyway, just like Rock's daughter. We're out. Rock's first daughter. That's a... That's a... I think Danny? Danny the original Patrick. one? The oldest girl? The one he had with his first wife? Yes. I think I don't know her name. He has the new daughter now with that. Uh, yeah, not the baby, obviously. Yeah. But yes, that girl looks like the rock <laughs> with a wig on Dwayne. <laughs> like I feel sorry for her too. Uh it's sad. Just not uh, he never hears this. Uh, well, <laughs> no one plays this for that man. Yo. Uh but no, she came out, I was like, Man, who is that guy in that wheelchair? I was like, Why does that look familiar? And then they said it was Magnum, and I was like, Oh shit, yeah, oh wow. And I was like, Wow, I haven't seen Magnum forever. And then I stared and I was like, Yeah, he looks like Magnum TA. Because he still looks like him, but he's just a heavy set. Yeah, he's just an old dude. Not cool Magnum TA with that mustache and that <laughs> fucking mullet. Poor dude. Got in a motorcycle accident. Fucked his uh, life up. Live fast and hard, bro. Uh, but yeah, first came out was, uh, what's her name? Mrs. Adam Cole. She came out to Adam Baker. Cole's music. Yeah. Did she? That was Adam I, Cole's I'm, originally Ring of Honor music. Yeah, I don't recall Adam, Adam Cole's Ring of Honor. That, yeah, that's what it is. His original music. To me, it's always just going to be uh, Undisputed. The Undisputed music? Yeah, it's cool as shit. I'm, Boom. <laughs> Dude, after the last takeover, I kept listening to the song because that song was just awesome. And like every time I'd just be like, 
He waits for that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You gotta time that shit out. That's he like just that, stands on the apron, ready. Boom. That's that, like that Triple H. You gotta time out when I gotta spin. <laughs> uh, she comes out first. Then we had Madison Rain, right? Yeah. Fresh off the May Young Classic. Right. Then um, Chelsea Green. Chelsea Green. an awesome intro also. Just dressed up like Two-Face. Yeah. Uh, she fucking quit TNA. A hot mess, though. Instantly dropped that title. That's what happened to her. Because mm. she was thinking that she was probably going to get hired, I guess, by WWE again. And wasn't she in developmental again? Maybe recently. Maybe she had one of those tryouts. Could be. The Zack Ryder's woman. They kept yeah. woo-wooing her all the time. She did well, the she broski did. boot. Yeah, yeah, she did the broski boot. And people <laughs> yeah. were like, Aah! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then finally was uh, Tessa Blanchard. Tessa Blanchard. Um... Who just looks like cool as fuck. <laughs> she is. She's a big woman. She's a powerhouse of a girl. Well, not even that. She just looks cool with that jacket and everything. She has like presence. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, she has awesome presence. But and then like obviously she can kind of back it up plenty. So what do you think about the match? I, know you I thought said it was you really like good. It. I thought it was really enjoyable. I mean, I'd say better than most WWE women's matches because that's like the only kind of point of comparison I have, you know? And it felt like things went pretty much smooth the whole time. I can't really remember any like big fuck ups. Like there um, were there were like tiny things here and there, like little missteps, but nothing like crazy that stood out. You know what I mean? Well, I think There's the no biggest fuck up was the fucking end of the match, which obviously probably wasn't supposed to happen. Oh, like, like that? that weird pin. Like uh-huh. it ended really like I think it was a botch. I think that whoever was supposed, supposed to, to be a kick. I believe so. And they, they were, she was probably supposed to win, but I don't think at that moment in time. Right, right. Because right. everyone. It was just one, two, three, and then you see everyone dive at the end, and it's like, whoa, they like they all fucking mistimed. Right. Was it who ate that pin? Was it Chelsea? Yes, because Madison Ray jumped in the same thing. Right, right. Yeah. But yeah, that was a mega botch. And the people when I was watching it with were like, this has to be a botch. Like botch. botch." (laughs) Because it was like, it looked like it was like, whoa, what the fuck happened? Right, right, right. I haven't. Yeah, because it wasn't a finisher, it wasn't anything. It was a fucking sunset flip, I think, or some shit like that. I thought it was more like a power bomby kind of something. I could be wrong. It's been, I don't know what Tesla's it's been finish is. Also, Neither do I. First of all, it could be a powerbomb. But it just felt like it wasn't the finish, especially with them jumping at her at the end. All right. But it was cool. Uh, it's just it was, a continued storyline, bro. Stop it. I will say, <laughs> full stop. I will say that it was better than women's uh, WWE because a lot of the four ways have girls that can't wrestle. I mean, Mass and Rain is okay. It's nothing spectacular. Uh, Chelsea is She's okay probably too. the weakest of the four. I think Madison and Chelsea are. Chelsea's okay. I mean, Chelsea's all right. Well, actually, no, I'm sorry. I think the week is Britt is, Baker. Is Britt Baker. She doesn't wrestle. I mean, she does wrestle. She, I think she's only had like a few matches and then she did her medical school degree and she was mm-hmm. gone for like four fucking years. That's true. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Chelsea Green, uh, she went to a Storm Wrestling Academy. She's also a Lance Storm graduate. Yeah. And she does. And I, I she mean, trained Izzy. And that was the whole thing with that shit. Um, I, I can never not see her as a. As uh, trying to steal Daniel Bryan. <laughs> that was her thing, right? Like yeah. She was the, like, she, she was the psychiatrist, psychiatrist first. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Ugh. Ridiculous. Um, so yeah, it wasn't that bad. Uh, it was it was pretty cool. I thought it was good. But the end match kind of threw me off. I was like, oh, what the fuck? Um, so what we had next? Then we had the fucking Joey Janela, right? Hangman Page, I think. Yeah, I'm going to jump back. I believe it's that because the final two matches are the... or uh, No. Cody. It was the Cody title? Cody and Nick Aldis. Oh, wow. Which I thought was a phenomenal match. I thought it was awesome. You know, that that presence, that felt like, you know what it felt like? It felt like an old, like, WCW kind of match because it had the guys coming from the ring, from the backstage. Uh, well, first I mean, of all, for anyone... at the end? No, in the see, beginning. I didn't see the walkouts. Oh, you didn't? Okay. I don't know why. I think I, I lost a little, uh, like, I got signal interruption on that one. And I lo- I missed the walkout for some reason. So, for anyone who doesn't know, it was for the... Like, end. I didn't see Pharaoh. <laughs> Oh, okay. It was for the NWA World Title, which is the ten pounds of gold belt. Which NWA World Title means jack shit nowadays. Like, well, they're trying to rebuild it. Yeah, I know. That Billy YouTube Corrigan's series, trying to rebuild it and stuff. That um, YouTube series has, you know, done fairly well. I think with wrestling fans, it's still jack shit. I mean, like, Aww. I know they're trying to build it, but like, the only people that recognize it really are like the indie, really like I'm in the gym at your high school kind of feds and stuff. I mean, that's most indie feds. Well, I'm just saying, like, like, because I mean, even PWG only now like stepped it up a little bit. You'd still consider, I'd still consider, maybe Ring of Honor kind of an indie. It still has its indie thing. I mean, it's it's. I think the well, TNA it, is not anything indie. anything. No, anything other than WWE is an indie. There's just like a scale of indies, right? TNA and Ring of Honor are at the top portion of that scale, and then like next probably comes like Evolve. In well, the no, because Evolve doesn't have. 
presence like on a TV. I think Evolve would be under Ring of Honor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Top tier of the indies, Ring of Honor, or Impact, then Ring of Honor. Next tier, shit like Evolve, that has like a following and a presence, but it's not big. Like maybe House of Hardcore, some shit like that, that does like (laughs) Twitch streams. You know what I mean? Like they have like Twitch hits, you know? Oh, also top tier, Lucha Underground of the indies. I think Lucha Underground now is, well, it's fallen off. That's Yeah, but you know what I mean? Like... As far as the prestige that it has with fans, like I think those are because of visibility or because of whatever are separate from the rest of the indies. Yeah. You know, and that's where you have like your PWGs, your CZWs, like you know them, but at the same time, like Wrestle Circus, I know it exists. I know it exists and I've only seen their shows on the internet. Right, exactly. You know, so it's not like a grand thing. And I think from there, like, you know, once you get to like the the third tier of indies, it's all the same shit. This is very true, yes. You know, you get to like here, the local Ronin Pro Wrestling, which I've gone several times on. You haven't gone at all, you piece of shit. You know, I was thinking about that also, not not for that wrestling thing, but I was, because the whole MLW thing, I was trying to figure out why don't they come down to Miami and I guess we don't have like like a place for these kind of wrestling feds to come to. I mean, I, th- I think they do find the Ronin shows, but I mean like Ronin, it's always in the Fort Lauderdale, like MLW. Could- it's not a Fort Lauderdale. It's in Hollywood. Oh, <laughs> cause Fort Lauderdale is a, a very big leap away. You know what I mean? I, always thought it, I thought they were at Broward County college. They are, but that's on, on Pines Boulevard mm-hmm. and like just East of university. Oh, okay. Like, it's not crazy. It's it's far for you, specifically. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, 20 minutes for me, but, like, going to Fort Lauderdale is, like, a 40-minute drive for me. Oh, really? Yeah, because Fort Lauderdale is way the fuck out east. You know, it's, like, to me, Fort Lauderdale is, like, 95 and east of 95. Well, okay, the, the thing is, it's just weird that they never come down to Miami. Like, I think the only Miami is WWE, NXT. Yeah. Like, I, I was trying to figure out, like, why don't they hit up, like, you know... Well, there used to be... An a, MDC or something. I mean, they go to Broward Community College. Or there used to be another... Or FIU. Yeah. There used to be another indie fed. Like, I mean, we're going back to 2010? I think the Sunshine right? Network had one. Uh, and this was one that was local. And I know because my ex-girlfriend, uh, she knew a dude that worked for them or maybe he was their champ. Cause I met him once for something like for something I was working on separately. And like his name was Joker and he like did the whole fucking, he looked kind of like the creeper a little bit. And that was like, he was their champion. I just can't remember what the Federation was called, <laughs> but it was a Miami based one. There's the one that's, that probably did like, you know, veteran hall things. There's the one that what's her name does a uh, Celeste Celeste Bonin. Uh, fucking oh, oh, Caitlin, oh, Caitlin yeah. where she retrained at recently. I think they're in Miami Beach or something like that. I mean, they used to do like there was a Jewish center that used to do wrestling shows. JCC did some of them. My buddy who is part of Ronan who does stuff. His name is uh, Beastly Brody. He uh, he used to do a lot of the Armory JCC. Yeah, stuff. and they could always go to like the War Memorial Auditorium. That's which where, is where Ring of Honor in. did. Oh, that's show where that, that show was here. here. Yeah, that I mean, neither of us got to go to the one that Kenny was at. Yes, Kenny Omega, not not Solar. Yeah. Not our Kenny. Oh, I was like, what other wrestling yeah. Kenny do we know? Yeah. No, no, but I mean, he's, he comes up on this podcast fairly often. Um, yeah. I Does wonder. he? Well, I don't even know where Kenny is nowadays. Very true. He's taking a picture of his backpacks. Wow. <laughs> you <laughs> all hear this. Shots for you. <laughs> Shots fired, bitch. You all hear this shit. Get at us. <laughs> um, so yeah, the, <clears throat> Uh, yes. The, so, so the <laughs> beginning like says the NWA lot. title. Uh huh. Um, they come out. It. I. Cody comes out first, obviously, because he's the challenger. Um, he had with him. Who did he have? Yeah, DDP. DDP. Yeah, Glacier. Glacier pointed out. Yeah. Uh, I think Brandy's dad was with Brandy's him. dad, and then he had someone else, and someone else who I could not tell who was with him, and then he had Pharaoh. But you only saw that when they pulled the camera back. But yeah, they walked from the out, from the outside, from like Goldberg style, came into the ring. He was there. He hugged all the people and everything. Um, and yeah, for he, somebody who was kind of a hated heel for most of like the past year. Because they built this huge story up that he's got to win this title from Nick Aldis, who treated him like shit. Nick plays a very good bad guy. He's awesome on the fucking mic, much better than Cody and this little promos that I think. Uh, but yes, the NWA title is the old 10 pounds of gold belt that his father wore. 
Dusty, uh, like the fucking Jarrett's, all these people like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, doesn't the WWE title like break off? Like, doesn't it have a the original history? heavyweight championship? I know it's the, the WCW belt. The big old belt. Yeah, yeah. big old belt has it. But I thought the WWF. Well, I guess no. No, that, WWF was, created that was the WWF belt. Yes. That eventually just NWA became the WC, the world championship. Wrestling. Well, world class wrestling. Huh? The NWA belt. Well, yeah, the WCCW belt. belt. Yes. And then that eventually. Well, no, when the NWA was part of world championship wrestling. Mm hmm. That 10 pounds of gold, I think, kind of got retired because Flair used to have it with Tony Schiavone on like uh, on Jim Crockett WCW. Right. Man, all I remember is him holding the huge, you know, he used to have it. No, because I remember seeing him with the thing and like he had the glasses and the fucking, you know, he holds uh, the big gold belt later. Right, 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 right. Eventually, I think right before or maybe right after Turner uh, buys WCW from Crockett. They still have the 10 pounds of gold, but then they want to create a new belt for the new company, right? The new WCW. That's where they create the big gold belt. And that one is the NWA championship. And then the NWA pulls out of that WCW. And then that continues on as the WCW, like World Heavyweight Championship belt. Eventually gets bought by WWE, becomes a world title, and is now no longer in existence. (laughs) It gets fused with WWE title, given to Brock, and then now... It's no, Brock has the new one. Well, no, no, no. When Randy had it, the one that said champion at the bottom... Yeah. Right? That's the fused belt that has the... That's the one AJ has. The, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's That lineage is now part of the WWE title. Um, so technically, they have a shared history some, at some point. They do. Uh, so I don't he, know why I know all that, by the way. Wrestling nerd life. Um... So they had that, uh, <clears throat> he had a big fight feel. I mean, they made fans care for this. Like, people would cheer the fuck out of this thing. Then the next entrance was Nick Aldis, and he came with, uh... You know, by the way, did Cody get his Ring of Honor ring back? I don't think so. Because that was the bet. That was the bet. Um, he comes out, Aldis comes out with Davari. Sean, right? Yeah, the one who's not wrestling anymore. Yes. Yeah, the one that was the fucking bad guy when they went to Saudi Arabia. Well, they were both. They were both, but the older, balder one, yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't Arya. Uh, Sean, he's there. Uh, Jared is with him, and then fucking two other dudes. That I didn't see. And they were all in suits. They were like the guys who part held the belts and shit like that, which nice. is like funny. I was like, when the fuck is Devar? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, all this comes out. Awesome entrance. They had a really good look. It was, who the fuck was the ref? God, I can't believe the fucking screw job. Oh, uh, Ma- 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 Montreal. Patrick? No, Montreal screw job. The Hogan. <laughs> you got oh, twins. Oh, that's right. That's right. Baby Earl. <laughs> yeah. Er- Earl Hebner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Baby Earl. And he was there and he was telling the rules and they were in front of his face and then he did a whole, um, like he like doubled, like I forgot my lines and it was like, uh, but it's him like, I was here with your father when he won the belt and it's uh, making me proud that you guys are here and stuff. And I was like, oh yeah, he was there with Dusty and stuff. So touching. Uh, so they had a match. It was really well done. It was slow. It felt like a really like old, yeah, yeah, yeah. old chamber match. match. Fucking Cody belated himself. Yes. Um, like a, his dad. A decent amount of false finishes um, toward the end there. He was going to do his dad spot too. The punches, the elbows, and then all this yeah. cut him off. They had that nasty spot where I think Aldis like flipped him on the fucking turnbuckle and he like fell somewhere. I, f- I forgot. I think he fell off the top of my head. I know the really cool spot was when, and it really worked well with Brandy coming in to protect uh, Cody. Yeah. And then Aldis like a fucking monster elbow drops her anyway. Yes. Well, no, no. He jumps and she throws herself in the line of fire and like he kind of doesn't realize that she's in the way and then just like, Bruh. you sick fuck, bro. Or I think they said you monster or something like that too. You sick fuck. You sick fuck. <laughs> Uh, so it was a very good match. I think yeah, it was, it was, I think it was, it was I think it's very good. You know, it made me care about that belt. No one cares. And then when Cody won, I felt like I was like, man, this is really fucking worth it, dude. Like, and that belt is like, like I said, it's like, you know, it's, I mean, it's history. It's part it's of wrestling hi- history. It is no doubt about it. But it it has lost a lot of relevance in the modern era. You know, it is what it is. Hopefully, they can bring a little bit of luster back to that belt. We'll see. We'll see. Because like, it's not my favorite belt, but it looks cool as shit. It looks so old, though, man. Seeing it again, like, in person, it's just, like, oh. that weird... Well, not in person. It's that weird, like... Well, because it looks like actual Mocha strap thing, that weird color for the, you know, the strap, and then the huge, like, bonk with the green jewel on it, like, the earth, and then the two dudes wrestling. I told you, I'm not I'm not a fan of that belt, but, you know. I, I, I always found that, you know what it was? That belt doesn't look prestigious enough. Because back then, when they were just, like, a fucking belt. Right. 
uh, every time I see, like, I imagine Flair holding it, right? And it just looks like he's holding a clutch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fucking tiny. It's like the symbol is like the thing that you would see over like some like feed house. It's like the shape. It's just like the flat with a little kind of dome. Yeah, over yeah, it. It's yeah. just like, oh, we've talked about it before. Yeah, it looks like a P that someone slid the P down into the middle of the line. It's just there. That's all it is. All horizontal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was a good match, though. I think it was very well done. It's, it's definitely um, like worth I said, a watch. It made people care about the belt. People cheer for this shit. And I bet you a lot of these people don't know, but they just made it feel like an old timey wrestling match. It was fucking really good. Cage match gave this one a 7.27 out of 10. Yeah, I think it was very good. It was very yeah, good. good. Uh, next, I assume, is the Chicago Joey Street fight. Yeah. Uh, those guys killed themselves for that, that was thing. crazy. Yeah. It started off not nuts, and then it yeah. built up into... Well, that was the thing. It was uh, quite the escalation. Yeah. That final nuts, uh, let's do rites of passage off the goddamn ladder. I was like, I kept thinking, I was like, oh my god. I even, well, I mean... Ah, I was like, how boots, do you protect your fucking head? Yeah, no. The The boots came out of the bag, and <laughs> then... What, what else did he have in the stupid bag? It, all I remember was just the boots. No, no, because the boots fell out, and he was just like, ah! And then later, he reached into the bag, and there was something else in there. I just can't remember what it was. I don't remember that. Fuck. Well, whatever. None of that mattered until the fucking penis druids came out after the match was over. <laughs> so how do you feel about that? There's a lot of that people was, that were upset oh, about Oh, my that. favorite part. Really? There's a lot of people that are upset about that, and, and like, fans. Why? Like, because I can understand what they're getting at. It's, it's a, Joey Ryan. I know. All. I know, and he's a dick guy. But it's like, hey, we're trying to have something different from your usual bullshit you get on WWE, and it just felt like, I guess the WWE dick druids do that. I, I know, and that's why like, you're trying to be different. It's subverting its own. It's the genre. You know what I mean? Because it's taking something that almost all wrestling fans, at, at least ninety five, ninety eight percent of the wrestling fans that were in attendance at that show, know the druids, right? And it's taking it and kind of making a joke about it and just kind of being like, look, wrestling can still be fun and silly. Like, we don't have to take our, we don't have to be up our own asses all the fucking time. Like, the show is pretty serious throughout. It's fine for a moment of levity. To me, the problem is the WWE shows that feel like way more levity than actual substance. You know, like the levity really just kind of undercut this extreme violence that you just saw. You know what I mean? And then, like, you, the whole thing where, like, Hangman Page was about to beat the shit out of a woman. Yes. <laughs> you know, like, there was... Because he didn't kill that guy. He didn't kill him, man. Oh, no, he did say he killed him. Yeah, he, yeah. He, well, before that. Yeah, he, he admitted killing him, yeah. But, you know, like... Oh, it was the telephone. Yeah, that's what the it was. telephone. Because that's what he killed. Because he was on the ladder. He killed Ryan with the... Yeah. Right, right, right. He killed Jerry Ryan with the... So, phone. I don't know, man. I don't... I didn't see anything wrong with it. I laughed like crazy. There were a lot of people, and, and not, like, people there. There was someone who was part of StarCast, some old wrestling guy. And he didn't go because he was upset that they did that. He felt like this is a mockery. Like you're having dicks. I mean, like there's. And hey, I have no problems. You know, yeah, I can yeah. understand what you're getting at. There's dick things, and sometimes you feel embarrassed for having people watch you when you're watching WWE. But I could see where you're getting from. I mean, you know, hey, I don't want people to know. If someone sat down and watched this, it'd be like, this is the dumbest thing. WWE is pretty fucking dumb. I mean, nowadays. dude, WWE had a tight, did a choppy choppy or pee pee thing. That was I, I, yes. at its height. And if I had someone watch it, I'd still, well, as a kid, I was just like, oh. Exactly. Looking at it now, I'm like, this is fucking dumb as shit. I'd feel I mean, bad same for thing when when Sean and, and like, I mean, this is building up to that, right? When Sean and, uh, and uh, Triple H in China have the barbecue and he's just holding a giant salami. Like, that was really popular wrestling. Yes, I know. It was bad. It was. You know what I mean? And even then, like, all the Vince Loves Cock things, like, well after the Attitude Era, when when the resurgence of DX, you know, they, they dropped poop on people. Yeah. <laughs> on the poor spirit I squad. Know. You know, like, there have been way worse things that people kind of forget about. That, like, well, people in inflatable dick costumes. I'm just saying, different like, time. Come on, bro. Different time. We've moved past that. And I know this was trying to be different. And then the whole dick thing. I know Joey Ryan's thing is dicks. That's his thing. But it's... I understand where these people are coming from. That, like, the old wrestling guy. And originally, someone thought... Uh, like, I was listening to Brian Alvarez. And he thought it was the, one of the Jarrett's. Like, Jerry was there and stuff. But it was someone else. Oh, and he, I can take him even less seriously after hearing all Bruce Pritchard shit about <laughs> They wrote a story. Well, this guy, I forgot who it was. He wrote a letter. He's like, hey, you know, I love it, but I'm not going to be there. I didn't like what they did with that thing. You know, I'll sign the books and send it. But hey, you know, it's understandable if you, you know, some people can be, I can see why it's like, I don't need the dick druids. I could have had Joey Ryan come out. I can completely understand that, you know, and you know, I I, I get where they're coming from. Also, I saw. I laughed. I thought it was hysterical, but. Or was it on the broadcast? Somebody said rest in penis and that fucking killed me. Well, they chanted that. 
Oh, then that's what it That's was. what they were chanting. They are chanting, rest Hilarious. in peace. So yeah, um, a lot of crazy spots. Joy Janelle is known to be nut stuff. Hangpan, uh, pretty much at the end, the final spot was get on the ladder. He gets in the rights of passage, which is the fucking inverse reverse fucking pile driver. It's, it's a dude buster. No, well, he put your knees though in. He put your head in his knees because he land. Shit, sorry. He lands on his knees, but your head is in his knees. Oh, I thought you were behind him. You are, but like the dude buster. Dudebuster, same shit. Like it's like an inverted Alabama slammer that you just fall on. I think the dudebuster is a little different. Doesn't like Trent like just kind of sit into it. No, he drops to his knees also. I thought he kind and of you're like, just like cradled I thought he right, does right like, above his like knees. Like Trent goes goom, like he kind of, you know, like sits into it. Well, I think Hangman just like does that. It's the same shit. I mean, maybe, but more or less the same shit. But he he does the right to passengers is that inverse. It's just behind pile driver anyway. But he does it off the like top rung onto the tables. And I was yeah, like, how wild. the fuck do you determine your head is not going to break on that? Like you like it's fucking crazy. Um. He wins. Then they have the whole Joe Janela comes out because it was the boots. Jerry Ryan. Jerry Ryan. Uh, and Jerry Ryan uses his dick to attract the hand and he fucking flips him. And then the druids, the dick druids take him out. And he's back. <laughs> I enjoyed it. So he got resurrected from the penis power. No problems whatsoever for me, at least. That's all. Uh, all right. What's next? Uh, next match. Jay Lethal versus Flip Gordon. I enjoyed the shit out of this. Oh, yeah, because Jay Lethal became Black Machismo. And came out with Lanny Poffo. With Lanny Poffo. And Lanny had like a picture of his brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that Brandy was smart enough to just smack him on the shoulder when he kept treating her like Elizabeth. Yeah. Great. Because he lifted her up when she was in the middle. Well, it's also considering that like Jay is black, Brandy's black. You know, the Macho and Elizabeth were obviously white. So, like, you know easy for him to confuse her for his wife if if that's the way you're looking at it <laughs> i just thought this shit was hilarious uh it was really cool the fucking crowd lost their shit when that happened well yeah i did when too pop when and he, circumstance came on it's just like oh well he God. got hit in the backstage and he it was the yeah, glasses yeah, yeah, the and glass. then he just was like oh shit he bit black and cheese that's another great story that's been seated through being the elite for a long time oh has it yeah, yeah, yeah. Jay's just having like these blackouts. So people are just like, hey, man, what's going on? They hit him in the shoulder. And all of a sudden he's just like, oh, you know, and he goes into full Macho Man character, calling the person by somebody else's name and everything. And then uh, eventually they, t- they touch him again. He's just like, what's going on? Like, where am I? What happened? You know, and like it's been a thing for months <laughs> leading up to this, which was great. And the fact that he came out in the ring gear and everything was awesome. Yeah. And uh, they put on a hell of a match, man. They did pretty like good, a yeah. Hell of a match. I really like. Flip I Gordon. will laugh at this that they did that huge storyline for Flip all these many months, and he still lost. I mean, you know, <laughs> I didn't think he was gonna win. I kind of maybe thought he would have the the ROH World Title. I don't know, man. They yeah. built this up for like ever, but I mean, the 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 payoff was him being booked. Being booked, I know, I know, but it's like he like, was on all in. It was the story of him getting trying to get booked, and he gets on, and then he's got the championship, you know. And and, like, and the best was that I mean, again, you don't consume it the same way I do. So, like I've mentioned before, Cody has on his own YouTube channel, the All Us documentary series. Mm -hmm. That's like the story of All In as told by Nick, Matt and Cody. Right. And in it, like he's being just Cody and he's talking about everything leading up to it, whatever, like the behind the scenes shit and like everything they've had to do and what it was like when the tickets went on sale and, you know, like very real. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, And then when every so often, like Flip will come up and he was just like, I don't know what it is. The Bucks love them, you know, and everybody needs three thumbs up to, to get into all in. And I'm just <laughs> not about it, you know, like and it wasn't until I think his match with Nick Aldis that Cody was just like begrudging respect. But was that rain? Sounds like a fuck uh, begrudging respect, but still like, I'm sorry, we're we're like well overbooked at this point. So no booking for flip. So the fact that like the culmination was so flip getting booked like that was it everything else was just like extra Hmm. so i didn't think he was gonna win but i thought he was gonna put on a hell of a match and he did put on a very good match i mean jay lethal is a very good wrestler yeah so like they they work together really well and it wasn't like too like flippy spotty type of deal like it was good no it was good it was good it was very good uh all right next match was my favorite match of the night kenny omega versus penta l zero miedo a Penta L M. A zero M, sorry. I think, well, they call them Pentagon here. 
They call him Pentagon Jr. Yeah. <laughs> Which isn't the name he's supposed to be going by. Yeah. Uh, control is announcers. I think he was even called Pentagon on the fucking... No, no, it said Penta El Zero. Oh, okay, it did? Okay. okay. It was great, though, because those were two styles that I, like, I wanted to see, but I would not know how they work with each other. And the fact that the whole first few spots of him was just Cero Miedo the whole time. Yeah. And Kenny is just getting more and more frustrated. Then when those V-triggers came out, I was just like, oh... <laughs> I think it was it was a very good match. Him trying to break Kenny's arm was awesome too. I mean, he did it. He did it. Yeah, he did. Theoretically, he did. The, didn't he do? Did he do the package power driver on Kenny? Uh, no, he kept setting him up. He for kept it and he, he never got it. Same with the one winged angel until the end. Until the end, yeah. It yeah. was like set up, set up, set up. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Reversal. There was that reversal. He one way into the arm. Break. Yeah, it was. It was a hell of a lot of like just. I, I can't even really pick out little moments because it was just an enjoyable match of two styles that. Well, are very, Pentagon's very awesome, different. and he's so good wrestling with American wrestlers now. Like, he's completely, he can yeah. do both, and he's super, super good. But who would ever thought that a fucking weird Spanish ninja would have been ninja an zombie awesome person. fucking wrestler? Yeah. You know? Um, and his brother's yeah, I don't even know. better than him, I That's think. another one. Like, I think it's just like, go watch it, enjoy this match. I think his brother's better than him, too. Phoenix? I think he's much better than Pentagon. Even though Pentagon's fucking awesome. I don't know. See, that's the thing. Like, I like Phoenix. Phoenix is great. But I prefer the style of Pentagon. Like, and the character of Pentagon. Phoenix is, like, another Rey Mysterio, which is great. But, yeah, that only takes me so far. Mm -hmm. So, it is what it is. Uh, And then the lights went out for a very long time. They did. But, you know what? It was kind of worth it. And I I like that... uh, on the announcing, they were just like, what is happening? Is somebody get someone out here? I, I can't hear anything. What is going on? I was actually trying to think of, remember back of who I was thinking was going to appear in the ring. And I was uh, thinking it was going to be either like, like something crazy, like punk. I thought it was going to be punk. Or like, I thought it was going to be punk or something nuts like fucking, what's his name? Uh, uh, Neville. Like something stupid. Like, and then it never crossed my mind it'd be Jericho because it'd be like, he's done with Jericho. Like, what yeah, the yeah, fuck? Yeah. You know, it's like Jericho's supposed to. As soon as they showed Pentagon, I was like, something's off. Well, and then I caught, because they shot they shot him really tight, but I caught a piece of the maple leaf. Tattoo, that's why. I, well, and I was just like, I texted him, I'm like, it's Jericho. Oh, that's why I thought it was punk because I saw that arm with the tattoo. And I was like, oh shit. But then he stood up. I was like, the other arm doesn't have tattoos. <laughs> well, no, it's 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 the, it's the part weird, of the Canadian flag and the maple leaf mask. that comes up yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, I, I immediately knew it was Jericho. Because I, I was like, I thought it was going to be punk. I thought it was going to be something crazy to, like, to blow your mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, Jericho beats him up, pulls off his mask as Jericho. She he looks really heavy set, too. I mean, he's been looking that way. Like, his match is against Naito. He doesn't look, like, super ring shape. But um, good Yeah, he says, see you on the cruise. And then I was like, man, I forgot he wasn't even going to do that. Like, well, no, he said he was just like, man, I wish I could be booked. It's us all being the elite. Like, every time Jericho shows up. You know, like they do two things. One, they would tease like, well, we can't do it on land and we can't do it on air. Where could we do it? Talking about a match with the Bucks, like the Bucks of Jericho or is it Y2 Jackson? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then eventually, like the culmination of that on the show was like Bullet Club versus Alpha Club. And that's what's going to be on the cruise. And, uh, you know, whenever they would talk about all in, he was just like, yeah, man, I wish I wish you could be on there, though. <laughs> <laughs> and he ended up being on it, which was awesome. Yeah, because I last person I would expect also. Yeah, I really thought it was like this. Lights are off for a long time. This is gonna be built to something fucking nuts, right? And I mean, it it paid off. It did, it did. But I thought it'd be like it's gonna be fucking punk, like. <laughs> <you know? laughs> that was a weird way to start a punk song. That's not even fucking cult of personality, Rocky. But they wouldn't even use that song because it's a WWE song. I mean, it's not. Called just licensed by WWE. Yeah, but I mean, it's a real song. It is, but they I, could just license it from. Uh, I'm losing the band in living right color. Yeah, you know, isn't it just living color? Yes, because the comedy shows in living color. I had to debate. It. I had to <laughs> sing the song in my head real quick. I see. Um, this was a really good match. Uh, and then the final match, which it was mega rushed because once they started doing everything at the speed of like Mach 5, you knew this match was. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, you also heard, I heard the ref say, like, when I tell you to go home, go home. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. I heard him. It, it was the moment that. Oh, it, no, no. We're Ibushi missing. And Ray. Oh, no, we're missing Okada versus Marty. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which I thought was just, it was a fun match. It was cool. Like, uh, it was way more balanced than I thought it would be. Fucking Okada's music, even though it's the same, it just feels weird. Well, because it has that, like, Ziggler, like, like, yeah, it has that weird kind of beat inside of it. Yeah. 
Um, oh God, it's so much bigger than Marty. Okada's like six two, dude. Five. Yeah. Um, I know, but I mean, just seeing the visual comparison, you're just like, good God. Hey, he's a light heavyweight, bro. Uh, but so I like they- that Marty like resorted to just bad guy things. Did the finger snap a bunch of times? Yeah, twice. Uh, this is good. This is a good match. I mean, fucking Okada's so good. He is, man. Still so love the Rainmaker. Good. That step chicken into- wing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then yes, the rushed final match because we're running a little long. I think. Yeah. Um. So it was Ray Wolverine Mysterio. It's Wolverine Mysterio, Phoenix, and Bandito. Bandito's fucking Bandito. awesome. Is he? Yes. I was recording everything. I'm he, like, who is he? I'm he like, had, is he, he a, No, he, he's just called Bandito. He had uh-huh. he, he looked like fucking Hayabusa too. He had like a Hayabusa kind of like his homage, his clothes were Hayabusa-esque. And then yeah, Ray comes out as fucking Wolverine. I know. No, and it took forever. Because like they had to play him his, forever. They had to play that music, man. That special like Ray Mysterio music that he's got now. I know, but I mean, like it played. Nobody came out, and then eventually Bandito came out. Yeah, and then nobody came out, and then Phoenix came out, and then we still waited, and then finally Raverine came Ra- out. Raverine, and then it was the Bucks and Ibushi, uh, Golden Lead. Golden Lead. Um, it was cool match. It did get rushed. I wish it was longer. Especially yeah. when Ibushi and Ray got in the ring at the same time. Everyone went nuts. And then yeah. it was just like really quick. It was just like, go, go, go. Everyone's doing fucking dives. It was going just stupid 11 now. minutes, man. Yeah. Um, and then I texted you. It was like, lol, lol the host win. <laughs> like, it was like, uh-huh. uh-huh. I know. I was kind of surprised, you know, like because of the story, I was like, I booked well, myself well, to win, baby. Cody has to win. Yes. Like based on the story, because that'd be a huge letdown. Yeah. Uh, but the Bucks, I was like, they don't have to win. But no, they don't. I mean, I guess they did. So it didn't matter. But yeah, fuck it. Fuck all of WWE for the rest of the show because, like, what's happened of importance? Because that was all in. Well, yeah, that's whatever. We'll talk about the fucking May Young Classic next week. Uh, and I think it's the go home show for Hell in the Cell. And the lead up to Hell in the Cell. Yeah, we can talk about that. But this was the all in episode. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Once again, it's your host, Rocky. Wow. And, and you really tapered off energy wise. And Rick. Catch you next week. Rocky one more time and uh, got to make sure to give a shout out to Audible and, uh, you know, send you guys that way to make sure you listen to some awesome audiobooks. Uh, so that's audibletrial.com slash parts unknown. I got it right this time. Um, and uh, make sure to check it out, get a free trial and, you know, you get a credit toward any audiobook from their vast selection of books. I am currently re-listening to The Death of WCW by Brian Alvarez and Artie Reynolds. I've listened to it before. It's very enjoyable. And I feel like you can always learn little bits here and there, just kind of hear these like whimsical anecdotes or just tales of the craziness that was WCW in the late 90s into 2000. So um, that's uh, my selection for the moment who knows how long it'll take me to finish it or maybe i'll just re-listen to it again it's i've listened to it a lot uh so once again that's audibletrial.com slash parts unknown check it out and uh hell it's free it's a free trial uh there you go hey it's rocky again um one other thing that we constantly forget to mention and i really want to drive this home because You know, engagement is a real big thing in the just digital landscape. I wanted to let everyone know that if you want to interact with us, leave us messages that we can then incorporate into the show. um, You can always do that through the Anchor app because that is our current host for the podcast. So if you go to anchor.fm, you can get some more information there. You can download the app from there and um, you subscribe to the podcast through there if you want. And uh, it gives you the ability to actually like connect and leave a message and then we can listen to your messages and answer them on the podcast, incorporate them into the podcast, you know, little things like that. Additionally, 
Anchor just uh, launched this new feature that, uh, you know, maybe Patreon is too much of a commitment. You want to just, you know, support your favorite podcast without feeling like it needs to be a monthly thing or whatever the case may be. Um, You just want to kind of throw a couple of shekels our way. Anchor now has listener support. So you, the listeners, can help your one of your favorite podcasts continue to grow and thrive and, you know, just do the damn thing. So if you go through Anchor, which we kind of want to navigate more people in there, because again, it'll add a level a level of interactivity into the show. So that's a, a thing I'm pushing for. And I constantly want to get, you know, just a quick mention of it in the episode. And that doesn't always seem to happen. So I'm taking a moment to do it now. So check us out again, anchor.fm. Thanks.